it was good. And then we got to all about civil war and kill people. And I'm very proud because virtue we held up. We, we decided wood was there. Wood was knocking people out. And I was, we were like, all right, they've clearly got way more people than us. Plus we got all these other people that are here. And I was like, we're just going to go, we're going to respawn. We're going to go up to this hill and we're going to pull a situation that I did back in Goldshire in World of Warcraft, where I was like, I'm going to go on this mound of dirt outside of Goldshire. The Alliance are going to see me. Horde are going to hold this mound of dirt until we can't hold it anymore. And Virtue did that. We went, we took this hill. We just sat there. We were like, if they cross the road, kill them. And they kept coming across the road. Unfortunately, we were killing some of our friends. Didn't realize it. I'm sorry, but if I know you by another name and you name your... Yeah, exactly, Wizzy. If you name your character Amy, I don't know that's you, homie. All I know is Amy's trying to creep around the side and kill. Unfortunately, Amy wasn't trying to kill. Amy was trying to get into the group, just didn't know it. They weren't talking to chat. Um, you're straying away from no, being I'm not. no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But Virtue held the hill. Murder Bunny's wrong. Okay. It was a great time. As the Pathfinder and his companions paved a path through Vera, they would soon reach their first destination. Their view was no longer shrouded by the thicket as they approached the red amber aura they had seen from the steps back at the ruined gateway. Looking to one another, they would explore what had been hidden and concealed by the veil, which now seemed to be lifting. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I'm your host, Phoenix, also known as Samora, and I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Welcome first, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back, everybody's favorite murder social prospector bunny, Faisal. How you doing, buddy? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and also, new to the show, welcome in, Cherkis. Hello, everyone. How are you Fine. doing? Okay, now, Sim's normal spiel before we get started, and before we dig in too far, got to give a big shout out to the home of this podcast over at AshesHQ.com, the community curated website for Ashes of Creation. Also, a shout out to all of the Imperial Flames here, which are the supporters here on Twitch, over on Patreon, and on YouTube. Thanks so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering stronger and greater week after week, friends, and uh, we've got a, a very interesting show today because not only do we have a new person on the show but the veil has indeed been lifted to a degree <laughs> to a degree so we have no itunes reviews today but when we do get to 100 over on itunes this podcast uh, gets to 100 five-star reviews or we something really cool happening can't tell you what it is but you can go over to the show twitter over at, at ashes pathfinder on twitter and go to the pin post at the top you can Explore the links there, which the podcast is posted to all of the other audio places. Um, you can also call in at one five three nine six six four six eight zero one to leave a message for us to uh, play here on the show. Also, if you want to harass our Pathfinder grunt, you can send some mail to him over over at the uh, Gmail, which is ashespathfinders at gmail.com. Now, my friends. The bell's been lifted, but before we talk too much about all the stuff and things that are ashes, we've got a new person on the show. So Shirkus is the nearest uh, Pathfinder member to join the show. And in typical Pathfinder fashion, 
We like to let anybody who's new on the show kind of tell us a little bit about themselves, their Ashes of Creation origin story, uh, how they found out about the game, and just overall what they're planning on to do with, uh, you know, their time in the well, game. Well, uh, thank you for the invitation, first of all. Um, my experience with Ashes of Creation was like uh, four or five years ago of the game started, probably. And I wasn't able to pay it because I was working hard <laughs> to to make money on the home. But I wanted uh, to enter in the game, but it was impossible. And now when my work has become Twitch, I just invested the money uh, last October 2020 with the pack of the Halloween. Uh, mm-hmm. And now I was able to play the, the alpha also. And my experience has been uh, incredible because... In Spain, no much people knows the the project of Azure Creation. I am one of the first creators of of this content, and the expectations of the community are too high because we are lack of quality on the MMRPG sector, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We are really tired of seeing projects with pay to win cash shops or really uh, not finished games and everything. And as a content creator, I try to to give my my critiques to the industry and always uh, try to to fix the problems in a in a little community <laughs> because my numbers are not too high like <laughs> as Mongol imagine no something <laughs> like that uh, and I think that it's important to to talk uh, about for example uh, Ashes of Creation and other games like New World uh, with uh, a good of uh, a point of view that is always critiquing uh, the the good points or the bad points of the of the projects. Yeah. And this is my intention with with Ashes also. Uh, always talk about the game and do it with passion, but being always um, uh, open to to the problems of the game, talking about them, reporting the bugs and everything. Outstanding. Yeah. So you've been you've been you said you also played recently, which we're gonna get into some talk around that too, because that's definitely on our agenda. We. Uh, I know in the past week, like you, like myself, probably, and several, plenty of others have been like talking about our experiences and the you know, things we've done in the game that we can now talk about. Um, an important segue on this is that when Steven decided, and we'll, we'll go ahead and get started talking about that, the verbal NDA has been lifted, okay? You can go over <clears throat> to the forums, you can check it out. Steven Sharif, he did what he's typically done. Now, this is like not new to anybody who's been around for the testing because he's made a habit back with alpha zero. He made it to where people who played that could actually talk about it after most of the alpha zero testing was done. And he's done the same now. And I, I messaged Steven to actually make sure I was correct. Cause when I saw the message, it was like all of alpha one stuff. Right. And I'm going, yeah, I've tested it like all the way back. So I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that I could talk about everything. Yeah. Right. And there wasn't any yeah, cutout. Yeah. And he was like, yes. And I was like, Man, it felt good. I was like, <laughs> a weight had been lifted. Yeah. I was like, God, totally. been keeping that close to the chest for so damn long, man. Um, but yeah, it's going to be great to kind of talk about it. Now, keeping in mind that he lifted the NDA on everything but visual. So you can't share anything visual, right? You can talk about it. You can share your experiences. You can you can describe the things you've seen, the things you've, you know, the adventures you've gone on and all of that. But you... You can't share visuals. You can't record it. You can't stream the actual gameplay of your experience. So that's what he allowed. And it was really nice. And I think it was a really great marketing strategy to do that as we're getting closer to. Yeah, exactly. Um, Now, I don't know, man. What have 
some of y'all's experience has been. We can talk. We can talk alpha now. Like, what do you see are the Ooh. good, the bad, the ugly, the concerns, <laughs> the really exciting points? I mean, in no particular order, Shirkus, you're you're our guest. Guess well, uh, my first try was the first three days we had of the of the test, but the first one it was impossible to me to play because there was too much laggy on the server. And the other two days I was busy, so it was impossible to me. But this one last day, I was able to play like three hours uh, with my community, and it nice. was amazing. Just when I joined the character creation, I was like, okay, this is normal because it's an alpha. And it, it doesn't have much quality as they want to, to reach, like video, for example. Right. But yeah. I joined the world, and I felt like an... Uh, and a world where, where we came with, um, we are the saviors. We we are uh, mm. the guys who who reach it after the apocalypse. You see everything destroyed. Yep. Uh, just um, a few NPCs uh, with a few. Um, I don't know how how to say that. Uh, campaigns. Uh, I don't know. Well, oh, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, you you get some quests. You start on the on the world. Uh, there are not many uh, NPCs near uh, there, but you are going to expand from the world, and mm -hmm. it feels massive. It feels really, really, really massive experience. I felt like uh, it was one of my best experience in MMOs of last last years because wow. my last experience was Archage, uh, oh, one of the I really loved. Yeah, I know about that. One. My best experience, Archage. But uh, <laughs> I was uh, reaching the level three just when I got with my, my teammates and we were exploring everything. I felt like there are some places that need to be reskinned because I think they are probably on the early, early alphas probably and they need to make a, a better textures and everything. But there are some zones, some zones like uh, the underground zone uh, you are going to... Oh my god, this is so fucking amazing, mate. I was like, <laughs> I am really playing a game that it's in, a, in alpha state and they have this quality. It was yeah, like, indeed. it's incredible. If you compare this alpha, uh, for example, to the alpha of the new world uh, two years ago, you are going to, to say this game is a project with a serious amb ambitions. Absolutely. And then uh, we started to to play around of the map, watching some elites uh, mobs uh, in in the server, uh, trying some fights with uh, members of the guild. Wood they were massive uh -huh. guilds, <laughs> picking around on the server and everything. And so I went to a note tier three, and it was amazing because I really loved how how they created the the city. It's really small actually, uh, tier three. But one thing that I really like it, and it was kind of, of messy because you are going to see some problems on the alpha because the the public buildings uh, have body block. And I want to report this because there was many people blocking the entrance to vote on the node uh, to the to the mayor. Mm -hmm. And they have to fix it, in my opinion, because, okay, in castles, <laughs> it's fine that you reach a, a wall of, of players blocking you. But if you want to vote and you cannot repass the, the player, it's impossible to vote. They body blocked it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh they were body blocking it. So I was like, oh, my God. Uh, uh, the classic body yeah, block. Yeah, when I got on one of the servers um, with my <laughs> wife, uh, we had like somebody got like 
mayorship with like three votes. So I'm just thinking that now it makes sense. I'm like, three votes? Really? How did that work? And it was because probably somebody body blocked him. That's that's <laughs> all funny. Yeah. <laughs> they need to fix it. Yeah. They did that back on a live stream too. I remember that. You remember like Steven and the team were in there and there were like testers, right? And they went and blocked it off so they could make sure they got that he got they got the mayor or whatever. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> right. What's next? Coins? The, the crap yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dropping some coins and lag people out. What's going on? <laughs> story ridiculous. And well, uh, oh, go on, uh, a little bit more. I I was just uh, killing some lights, uh, watching the, the the map because the first three days of test, I, it was impossible to me, mm. and I really love it. Everything understanding that this it is an alpha, you are going to have problems on the on the servers. You are going to have some bugs. Uh, I was like swimming in the air uh, <laughs> with a bug, <laughs> but mm, it, it was really really cool experience. Nice. And. My my concern is maybe that they are going to release the NDA visual in a moment when it's coming TBC, it's coming New World, finished games, I mean, and they are probably um, going to deliver a, a, a visual game that is not finished and they are, everything is going to say it's a, it's a shitty game because mm -hmm. it's an alpha. And I feel like it's going to be a bit of, of, of a problem, but in two, three years, we are going to see probably a finished game or a most finished game with a higher, higher quality than most of the MMRPGs we have on the market right now, yeah. even a finished games. So I'm really glad that Steven is going to make this game uh, an amazing experience, I think. Absolutely. Oh, I got, I got other, I got other questions too, but yeah, FaZe, I want to make sure we get through our experiences and our like reflections on alpha stuff first, and then I'm making notes. Also, wait, hold on. I'm gonna make. I gotta ask this question. So you were on Norlon, huh? Oh, I, I, no, I, oh. Norlon. So I, Norlon? I was in in Lithuan the first day. And the second day, I was in Norlon. Yeah. Yeah. The I was on Norlon yeah. too, and we yeah. were actually yeah, we were ha we had a good time playing with wood. It was a fun time. It was a good time. Norlon, Ooh. by the way, Norlon best server. Just saying. Okay, Basil. Oof, where do I start? <laughs> you can start with Norlon's number one if you like, uh, and then go from there. <laughs> In your dreams. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, let's begin the tale at Alpha Zero. <laughs> So in, in my experience of Alpha Zero, I was the most biased kid back then. Yeah. I thought uh, Ashes of Creation back then was the, the shit. <laughs> oh, you don't think it is now? Is that it, what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I mean, it's, that's not what I'm saying. It was just oh, okay. I was looking at bones and <laughs> bare bones of the game. Uh, True, but I but I instantly realized because I had my friend next to me. What are you looking at? So like, well, what is this? I don't see anything. <laughs> but 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 but, and I realized that he was saying the truth. And I instantly back to normal. <laughs> oh. Um, in Alpha Zero's experience, 
it's it's like any any other alpha zero. You were able to fall off the world, get stuck through uh, rocks, get stuck into trees, not see yourself, go invisible. <laughs> All the wildest <laughs> bugs and dreams <laughs> that could happen in an alpha zero. Uh, you could see enemies even hit you without even seeing them. <laughs> They're visible. <laughs> You're like, that's not a rogue. They're not here yet. So yeah, great. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Um, after that, we had the epoch. Everybody knows my opinion on that. It was great. We had a lot of information from it. Um, what's it called? It didn't really get well received by the community outside of Ashes. Actually, a mix of reviews from Ashes of uh, community and a lot of negative reviews of the steam steam people essentially mm, steam, or the yeah they bashed it yeah they bashed it hard yeah uh we but, saw that uh, coming when, man saw that coming yeah too. I, remember. I saw it too bro i was like no don't do it don't go to steam don't go to steam with apoc oh man shit they just went to steam with apoc don't do it don't do it <laughs> you live and learn uh, man yeah um What's it called? After that, they hit us with the Alpha 1, and that's where the true adventures began. Um, honestly, honestly, when it came to the Alpha 1, uh, I did not expect that amount of stuff would be completed mm-hmm. in Alpha 1. I agree. Yeah, same. Like, we had raids, we had dungeons, we, we, we have quests that we can do. Um, there's mining that I mean gathering in general from mining to tree uh, mining rocks to trees to herbs um there were mounts there was a um the caravan system was in place like people were able to lift caravans even though like uh once you summon it and try to ride it you get to fly up in the air yeah, that. <laughs> uh, uh what's it called the node system actually works. Like well, once we actually got the alpha one, we were like amazed that it worked. We saw it in alpha zero, but like we yeah. never actually farmed anything. It was just a toggle and they pressed the magic button and poof. <laughs> uh, what's it called? So seeing all these things come into place, like you can see all the amount of work and dedication the team is actually putting. Like, um, What's it called? Even even from a graphic standpoint, like the artist teams have always committed to what they they have done and they've submitted their work and they've shown great results. Um, what's it called? But yeah, my first uh, my first character was a human. Um, I picked a I picked a mage. It was great. I'm not gonna lie. Even though I killed Mist a couple of times. That's great. Really? Was he was he rolling? Was he a dwarf? Was he rolling like a little? Yeah, he was rolling <laughs> a dwarf. But, but he wasn't he wasn't wearing the kilt because it wasn't there yet. <laughs> no, he would be. He'd be rocking some leaves running around in his like little Nikwa attire, I'm sure. <laughs> right? Little uh, leaves covering yeah. things, you know. <laughs> Hopefully um, everything. Yeah. Anyway. Unfortunately, before the last test, I wasn't able to download the game. I don't know why. Oh yeah. But the, like, I wasn't able to. I've tried for three days. I was trying to work with the team. 
um, got a lot of help from Margaret, but it was no go essentially. <laughs> but with this latest one, I was able to play. Uh, I sent them the feedback. I was so far behind, so that. far behind. So yeah, and, and I got to level three, and I got bashed by everyone, and I got 200 XP that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, during the last show, we can actually say this now. We actually felt bad because poor Faisal was like the whole show we were sitting here and he hadn't been able to do anything because he couldn't he couldn't get the game to install. And I was like, oh, that feels bad, man. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the deal, though. But, you know, I saw a comment in chat from Z and she was saying, does Alpha One look so much different from APOC graphics wise? I feel like it's not as crisp. I would agree with that. But I also would say, too, that mm -hmm. part of the reason you're going to have that experience, like usually like what Shirkus was talking about earlier with like the, the graphics and the quality of things looking at the way they do now. You go back to Alpha Zero, they didn't look nearly as good. You go back to like the early iteration of APOC didn't look nearly as good. Late APOC, the second iteration of it, it looked really nice, really crisp, really good. You look at Steven's like gameplay footage that he shares on the streams, looks really crisp, really good. We get in there, it doesn't look as good as that. And I think part of the reason is those are things that they can essentially like toggle that off. They don't have to have those applied to the actual game you're playing. Like most of the visual, mo most of the, the final and the really good visual adjustments don't happen in game development until right around the time the game's launching. Yep. They don't even flip that stuff on for until then. So I would never expect it, especially at this point still for things to look really, really good. I wouldn't have even expected them to look as good as they do now, to be honest. They're far ahead of what I would expect for a pre-alpha, visually. Yeah, I definitely. Mm -hmm. So, Sims experiences. I had some people that were like, what server are you going to get on? Because I'm a PKU. That they never showed up. That's right. They never showed up. And then we had our guild the first, I think the first day of that, that weekend test, which was like last weekend like Friday on Friday, like it was like rubber banding issues and like a lots of rubber banding going on, but they were, I've talked about this a lot. The main takeaway for me is when I go back to like the alpha zero days or even the APOC days. And we look at how they responded to problems with the game and needing to like get fixes in implemented. Their timetable is so much more refined right now. Like they identified what the problems were. They are like, yo, we're going to bring it down. We're going to do these rotations where we bring it down every so often to implement this. The bigger fix we got to do later. Um, you could definitely tell that they were very methodical about it, right? That And the experience from the team has just, they've just honed in and really reined in on things compared to back in the day. Um, it felt really organized. So from my perspective as somebody who I love the visuals, I love all of that. But for somebody who looks at a few things specifically for a game and for me, the big things are obviously the story. I want a game with a really good story. We already know the story is going to be good based on what we've learned already. So I'm sold on the story. That's not an issue. But fluidity and combat, server stability and performance. These are two of the big things like the systems not feeling clunky, feeling like very organic and feeling very fluid. So big takeaways were combat's feeling a lot more fluid. The toggling between action and tab targets feeling a lot more fluid. Um, 
them as a team are much more responsive and just much more methodical. It used to be they'd be like, we're going to bring it down for half an hour to an hour and you're three hours later and you're not sure if you're getting back on yet. Now it's like mm. 30 minutes is 30 minutes. It uh-huh. was it was 30 minutes. It was 20 minutes. It was 20 to 30 minutes. Whatever delays they in, you know encountered, they gave you a timetable. It aligned. It was not this massive delay that you used to experience. So from my perspective as a team, they've definitely honed in and synergized really well together. Um, they're also responding to feedback really, um, really proactively. Um, so that was really positive too. Um, but yeah, in terms of like the rubber banding and stuff like that, I feel like that's something that they're, this is the server side stuff that they're testing gameplay wise. Uh-huh. The, oh, they actually, they, they actually did say that we were testing rubber banding. Yep. Like most of the time, multiple times. Like I, I, I like most of these new tests more than the previous ones because Same. they became more communicated with us. Yeah. Like they gave us the form sheet of all the bugs that were in game yep. and they know that they exist yep. and they keep refreshing that every time they fix a bug. That's so good testing. Uh, arts communities, uh, what's it called? We go and recheck if those bugs were fixed and they actually get fixed. That's true. And we try it over and over and we still, and they still get fixed. Yeah. It was a good experience. And as similar thing, like they were really on point with time and the very community communication is key essentially yeah i, I agree with what zone and chat said too studio hiring and growing definitely played a huge role in that i would i would agree that they've definitely mm-hmm. been you know they're moving into the studio which we talked about um overall we had a good virtue had a really good experience in game we we collaborated really well as a community i think Shirkus, you said you had like at least 15 or so of your community hanging out when you were playing, which was great. I think we had like 15 to between 15 and 20 some people hanging out and communicating pretty proactively, even with people having to like dip and everything. We had friends of the community hanging there. We had virtue members. We coordinated with wood and we had some fun, killed some dragons. Um, we were really testing, like trying to like contribute XP to the node, trying to see if we get a second one to like go to level three, which wasn't happening, but it was purposeful. I think on their part, we reported some bugs. Um, Overall, just really good to have. This is the thing I've waited for, though. You know, like I've been doing all that testing for a long time, and that's great and everything. But I didn't get to go run with a bunch of my friends. Now I got to go run with a bunch of my friends. That was what really made it enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we get to all talk about it, which makes it even better. We can share in our journeys and our experiences, um, and it makes it a lot of fun. Um, I guess now, Mike, you know, Shirkus, I was going to ask you. You saw that yep. they had a delay too, because you've been following the game for quite a while as well. Yep. You know that they had some delays with the test that they previously had, and they kind of restructured it. Uh, what were your thoughts around that uh, overall in terms of the delaying? And I felt like, okay, I want to stream it with my community. Yeah. They want to see everything. But I understood the movement for, for part of the company because if you are going to release a big game with a big problems, you are going to have a bad, bad, bad mm-hmm. interaction with the community. They are going to say it's trash. Everyone now is like um, cyberpunk uh, meme yeah, the, yeah. that they have uh, <laughs> this year. Yeah. And yeah. everyone wants to, to see a game full released uh, with zero bugs. And I understood the movement because 
they have a really, really, really massive project. And you cannot uh, create bad expectations of it. You cannot release uh, a test where everyone uh, is, is happy. I mean, where, where they're having troubles with, with lag, mm. uh, bad testing, and everyone is going to stream it as Mongol people with many, many, many numbers. Yes. Everyone is going to take a bad review of it. And if the, uh, the the first impression of of something is really really important in my opinion, yeah. you can follow the the development of a game, you can follow it like two three years four years, but the first impression is going to destroy part of it, and it's hard to recuperate to recover the 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 first impression of of this player because there are more more games in the industry, and until uh, education releases. I don't think that the industry is going to change a bit. Because, for example, Core Punk is a project. I don't know if you if you know the project. No. But it's an MMO with uh, open world, PvP, uh, a little bit of drop of items also from players. But it's not going to change the market. But probably Ashes have the, the, the chance of doing it. I think that Ashes for real is going to be like the release of classic uh, 15 years ago the impact in the industry is going to be this week in my opinion in my opinion mm. because they are uh, giving quality and everything that you can see on the game i was totally amazed in this test because everything that i saw in in package that they are going to release mounts gears everything was the same the same quality they are not selling um they are not scamming everyone. They are making everything great. They are putting love in this game. And this is why I think that they are going to release a full developed game and they are going to probably change the market totally. Yeah, that's something that I think it's, I think there's a couple things that Steven has like said too, and this is kind of more, cause I've talked about this with the other, but this is like the first time Shirkus and I have actually been able to chat too. Yeah. <laughs> cause I've, I've hung out on a stream and, We've had some interaction, but, you know, we haven't really been able to, like, you know, talk about it stuff. But um, I think it's it's smart what Steven does, you know, in his approach. He doesn't believe in, like, this tribalism of, like, this MMO has got to be the good one and they all have to fail except for this one. Like, it's the only one that could be good. He also doesn't want to be the wow killer. And he's never claimed to yeah, want yeah, I to know, I that, which I think is important. I think those elements to his approach to the whole thing... Um, and not really making having that expectation, I think, are important because I genuinely think that Ashes of Creation is a threat to a lot of these more established MMORPGs that have been around for a long time. Ones I've played. I've loved playing World of Warcraft. I love playing. I played Arc Age as well. I played The Elder Scrolls Online. I played Swotor. I played a, a bunch of other ones, but those three specifically I named in the beginning were ones I played a lot more. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, all that. And, um, you know, you you see like the, the games that have been dug in and rooted into the industry for so long. And because there really hasn't been anything to really rock the boat, they haven't really had a reason to grow or change either. They've been able to do things the way they kind of been doing it business as usual for so many years. And I think Ash as a creation actually does present, I'm not going to say a threat, but competition to the way things have gone for so long. Yeah. When I said that it's going to be like a release like World of Warcraft, I didn't mean that the game is uh, similar or, or made by the same content. Yep. 
because they are obviously so different games. Absolutely. Player of retail, World of Warcraft right now, play instances and they play alone most yeah. of the time. They have too many mechanics to play along the game. Yeah. And Ashification is a threat only to maybe 20%, 50% of the people. It's obviously not going to be the wall killer. I think that the wall killer is the own Blizzard, the Activision Blizzard right, right now. Same. They are destroying it by, the, by themselves. Yeah. But I mean that if you if you gave to the industry a game that is a nine or a ten, for example, in quality, and the others are five, six, seven, you are going to to create um, a competition, and the other companies are uh, are going to work hard to reach your quality. Yeah. If not, they are not going to have flyers. And if this is what I mean when yes. when Ashes of Creation can destroy the market or can be a, a good release to the to the industry because we need a game like this totally right now as uh, for example Archage 2 is in development also and they are going to be released but the same company that that is developing the the game not three on this game as, this oh. time i mean and we are going probably to see a good Archage, but i think it's maybe too late for Archage to come and i prefer obviously to play as of creation but we are going to have more MMORPGs, real MMORPGs of massive world, yeah. social interaction, and risk versus reward, one of the priorities of Azure of Creation. Mm -hmm. we, we think we are going to, to, to see the decade of the MMORPGs. It's, it's hard to say that, but I there agree. are so many MMORPG releases, and we are going to see this year coming to the top, probably. I have a feeling that's going to happen, mm -hmm. too. I just... It's one of those things you just feel in your gut. I had I had this feeling about Ashes of Creation even back before the Kickstarter. It was something about the approach it was very different. And it's literally that needle in a haystack situation scenario that we've all talked about or thought about as gamers. What if somebody who had a bunch of money and didn't have to answer to a room full of, you know, a board of directors could make a game that honored the MMORPG community that was innovative in some way, was aiming to just be a really good game and didn't have to answer to people because money, they would or wouldn't have the money to do it. And this is that literal needle in a haystack situation to me. And it always has been. Um, what were some of your alls, you know, when you, the NDA, the verbal NDA lifted, um, what were some of your all's like, uh, experience or perception of community feedback and like the response from the community around people being able to tell their stories? Well, I'm actually going to share something that I read on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, this guy, you might know his name is lazy peon. Yeah. I might know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> After checking out the alpha one for ashes of creation, the first thing I immediately felt zoning into the world was a sense of freedom, immersion and scale. I can already tell the world will be one of the best we have seen in the MMO genre. Mm -hmm. The combat still needs a lot of work. Very balanced mm -hmm. opinion. Um, very balanced opinion. And, and I think that's honestly been the response that people that I've talked to have. I mean, my wife and I, you know, played for a few hours ourselves. And that was kind of the first thing that she noticed is just the massiveness of the world. The detail, I mean, I've mm -hmm. never seen her so excited about an MMO outside of, say, like, wow, when there's a new expansion or 
something like some new area that gets opened up um she was like wait this is an alpha and i'm like <laughs> yeah it is because she's like i've never tested like alphas at this stage before or like games at this stage before and that was like some really great feedback i mean we definitely had our issues right but we were expecting those to happen because that's what the purpose of the test was but generally the feedback has been really good um i i think where I have seen negative feedback, it it's really more along the lines of people not really understanding the purpose of this particular test. Mm -hmm. um, at least that's my impression. Um, but at the end of the day, Ashes, um, when it does get to that end stage, as you guys have all been talking, is going to be extremely disruptive to the industry. It already has been. It has been from day one. I mean, all that back and forth between where when Blizzard is re releasing and when New World is releasing mm -hmm. and when we're coming into an alpha period for Ashes. I mean, there's definitely rumblings in the industry and they're, it's already making, you know, they're, they're already making changes in the industry because of Ashes. At the same time, mm -hmm. there are some who will remain nameless on this podcast that are making bad decisions right now. And they need to realize yeah. they keep making bad decisions. They're not going to have as much success. And I agree with Steven, right? This is not MMOs are, you know, you don't need one MMO to win and the other MMOs to lose. Absolutely. But I think the fact that they are being disruptive is elevating, as you guys have said, elevating the quality of MMOs coming out yeah. and really showing the disparity between the MMOs that aren't making the right choices and what's coming. Um, so definitely, I think overall was a really positive experience um, for me. Um, you know, been through the prior test. I'm honestly with Faisal. I was like, even in Alpha Zero, I'm like, this is so cool. Everything's awesome. And then you just see the progression over time and it just gets better and better and better. And, and, I, and I like the fact that they're continuing to show progress. I can definitely see the difference between, uh, I wouldn't say the support, but like how the team worked in like the Alpha Zeros where it was a little more loose as they were getting their footing, but now definitely seeing there's strong communication, you know, things are happening very quick. Um, and, and, and I think that the team is starting to really gel with the process, mm -hmm. which is great. I'm really excited about the next stages here. I think there's a lot of excitement in the community. I mean, even just like the little bit that you and I and the members of Virtue got to play. I mean, everybody was just so excited. I yeah. mean, it didn't matter yeah. that there were bugs because they were expected to have bugs. Everybody was just like, oh, cool. Let's do this. Let's run here. Let's do yeah. that. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think it definitely bodes well for the future stages that they're they're taking the more careful and methodical approach than just kind of like, you know, Shirkus had mentioned, throwing it out there, right? If mm -hmm. they just threw it out there, they didn't really think about what the community's perception would be, then, then that would have been a disaster. But I like the fact that they're being really thoughtful about it because it does help those of us that have really, you know, gelled with the community, have a lot of passion, to you know get a chance to really give them feedback and experience some of those growing pains mm -hmm. before the wider audience that doesn't necessarily have that context can come in and, and provide feedback 
Absolutely. You know, I was reading a comment from chat too. It says, ironically though, those bad decisions will only serve to highlight, speaking about other MMORPGs, will only serve to highlight and elevate the strengths of Ashes of Creation, assuming they don't follow those same mistakes. So it's almost a blessing from a certain point of view. And I totally agree with that as well. Um, you know, I had seen people talking early last week around the time that the verbal NDA lifted. And um, they were like saying that there were like negative, like negative feedback on on videos or something like that. I, I honestly hadn't seen that much. I, I felt like overall, most of the information I saw on Twitter, other streamers, uh, other YouTubers, I felt like the majority of it was actually pretty well balanced criticisms, like constructive criticisms about, you know, maybe maybe work on some things so it's not feeling like this when you do make that initial, uh, you know, presentation to the greater public. Um, and luckily we do have a little more time for that because now we are positioned, as I say, for success, I think, because this big one month period of testing that is not going to have an NDA. I mean, there's a three days a little bit before that, but the one month period from mid July to mid August, that's a very important period. Cause like Shirk has said as well, right? That's a, that initial presentation. We talk about it. Steven's talked about it, about how important that is as well. And so this is very something they're very mindful. I think us as a community that wants to see this game do well, we're very mindful of as well. And so as we are now approaching that period, um, it's very important that there's lots of testing, which seems to be on the agenda. Um, lots of opportunities for growth to really polish things off, to get some things implemented and fixed prior to us getting to that point. I mean, we if you were there on the Norlon server that three-day weekend, last weekend, we got to end it with a really nice finishing touch. Steven did a little RP, brought the people together, ported them to a location, went and killed some dragons, ported us to another location. Oh, hey, look, here's a big-ass castle. Guess what? You're going to be <laughs> fighting here later, right? Massive castle. That was not a small castle. That was a massive keep. So when you guys... Oh, I'm a nerd out a little bit. You guys, when I talk about how those those sieges that we got to talk about, those eight Ashes of Creation Apocalypse sieges, there was a small snapshot in time that I get to talk about where we got to go jump in and do those castle sieges. You guys, this is not like, you know, the Elder Scrolls Online castle sieges. Like, they're, those. it's big. It's massive. It, it brings the massive back to the feeling of an MMORPG where you've got, like, bunches of different points you've got to take. You've got siege equipment. You've got people to worry about. you got to hold the line. Yo, man. And people that were in that test got to see how big a castle really is. Like, not like the ones you've seen previously where they're like, hey, here's this thing in the in the world that you got to see in Alpha Island, as they call it, right? Where they ran in there. Yeah. This isn't a castle that size. This is exponentially much larger. And people got to see it that day. And I was like, it was good. And then we got to all out civil war and kill people. And I'm very proud because virtue we held up. We, we decided wood was there. Wood was knocking people out. And I was, we were like, all right, they clearly got way more people than us. Plus we got all these other people that are here. And I was like, we're just going to go, we're going to respawn. We're going to go up to this hill and we're going to pull a situation that I did back in Goldshire and World of Warcraft, where I was like, I'm going to go on this mound of dirt outside of Goldshire. The Alliance are going to see me. Horde are going to hold this mound of dirt until we can't hold it anymore. 
and Virtue did that. We went, we took this hill. We just sat there. We were like, if they cross the road, kill them. And they kept coming across the road. Unfortunately, we were killing some of our friends. Didn't realize it. I'm sorry, but if I know you by another name and you name your... Yeah, exactly, Wizzy. If you name your character Amy, I don't know that's you, homie. All I know is Amy's trying to creep around the side and kill. Unfortunately, Amy wasn't trying to kill. Amy was trying to get into the group. Just didn't know it. They weren't talking to chat. Zim, you're straying away from no, being I'm a no, I'm not. 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But Virtue held the hill. Murder Bunny's wrong. Okay? It was a great time. All Out Civil War, and we ended it with everybody what fighting. What is virtue when you kill your own friends, Zim? God damn it. We didn't know. I didn't know. I guess I didn't know. That's all I have to say. But anyway, it was a good time. And you know what the best part was, though, honestly? It was the fact that I got to hang out with my friends, man. And we got to build memories in a game that we've been waiting for. And that was the best takeaway there is for me. It was awesome. Yeah, so we talked about some of our stories. Daedalus was there. Tell you abandoned us. I'm just kidding. He actually couldn't play. That's the real story. I've got yeah, to I know, honest. exactly. <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, yeah, I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. My inter- I like the time bl- that I had blocked for the testing, my internet just dipped out. And so like my my wife and I came back later, but I was like, oh, I'm so far behind. Let's just start some tunes together. But I was so mad at my internet company. Yo. Oh, can we talk about the fact that we can talk about this? Yo, this is coming up in a bigger conversation I'm going to have this week, but that was cool. They they had things in there we weren't expecting. Like, oh, I don't know. Guild passives and perks? You could spec oh, into? Oh, yeah. Them? Remember? There were two that we could mm-hmm. see there that we were able to put points into, and it was like quicker harvesting, and uh, then there was also like uh, health regen, right? And additional points yeah. would increase the percentage of, you know, how quickly you could harvest or how quickly your health would regen. So it was interesting to see that in there already. Wasn't expecting that in there already. That mm-hmm. was shocking. I haven't seen it. No. They didn't even talk about I it. I mean, a lot of people didn't see it because you needed uh, an exorbitant a lot of money to to make a guild. <laughs> 500. So, yeah, you needed 500 gold. And getting that amount is just the... <laughs> unless, unless not every pl- test. Unless you're playing yeah, with your homies. Unless you're referred to. Yeah. What? We were seriously. Like... I was like, I went in there. I like, I contributed like maybe like twenty gold, and I'm seeing all of a sudden I'm like, we have enough for a guild? Wow! I mean, it was like all these people. We had Wizzy kind of in the yep. center of the town. Everybody was coming in like, oh, we just killed stuff. Here's some money. Oh my god, that was awesome. I was like, yeah. wow, that talk about coordination, man. Great. That was that was that was awesome. They were ready, man. We were on it. It was a good time, man. But you know, I guess. We talked about some of our thoughts around community impressions and feedback. Um, I don't know. What do you feel like this experience has taught you? And what do you feel like maybe it's teaching the devs? Ooh. I don't know. I asked the good questions, right? Just kidding. So <laughs> one of my very first like pre-alpha, like an alpha zero experience was with City of Heroes. And I've talked about this off and on on the podcast. I never really in any other testing that I've done really captured that same excitement mm-hmm. until Ashes of Creation. So for me, that taught me that that experience can still happen 
in a modern MMO. That's one. And I think what it teaches the devs is definitely um, is definitely that their hard work is paying off. Um, and I know there has been some rough patches in some of the marketing, et cetera, in history. But the bottom line is what really speaks is the product and the people that are behind that product. And mm. it really showed well. So I hope, if anything, it taught them not only to fix the bugs, you know, or at least uncover what they needed to uncover for the bugs, but also I hope it it teaches them that what they're doing matters to the MMO community. It really does. and. And that would be, I would say, my takeaway and something that I want them to consistently hear um, is because they do sometimes tend to get a lot of flack for decisions they've made. But the reality is they're putting out a good product. They're taking their time. They're doing it right. and, And they definitely need to hear that. And that's not white knighting. That's just fact. Yeah, I agree. But you guys. Well, uh, some of the things that uh, I want to to compare, for example, with the with the test of New World, and one of the things that really concerns me is the next test because if you if you are following the the test of New World, they have reached too many content creators, but only giving them one day to test or a few hours to test it, and everyone is getting like a feedback of an instance, but they are not really getting a feedback from everything about the game, about the, the lore, for example, the mechanics. And we, we, the contributors of Ashes of Creation, even if we are not official, I am, for example, not, not official, at least yet, <laughs> I don't know in the, in the future, but we are really informed of the game and we want to care it. Uh, we, we, we care about the game. We care about giving good information. We, we care about giving good expectations and helping the, the feedback of the community. And you can feel it on the, on the testing. Everyone who was playing with me, for example, they were really, really, really aware of the problems. They are giving feedback on the forums. And we are probably going to have uh, a feeling with the company that, for example, New New World is not creating it. And I am sure that the new content creators who reach Ashes, they are probably giving another feedback. And I am really concerned about it because they are going to reach many numbers. They are, there are more, much more people uh, buying the, the pack of $500 right now, only, only to create content about True. Ashes. They don't have much hype, but you know, creating content is creating content. You know, uh, they, in, if you are of the MMORPG genre, you have to be on the, on the general list. You, you have to, to create content about it. Mm. And I am, I'm worried about uh, the next, uh, test because many people is going to reach a bad feedback, a bad information mm. and they are probably giving uh, useless information to the forums and mm. I am sure that Steven and, and the team is going to, to listen the right feedback but we are going to see much shit in the forums right yeah. now Good, a good thing from Ashes is that you don't need to, to buy account to give feedback in the forum but it is mm. a lo- it's, it's, it's also a, a a double, a double damage. If, if I don't know how to say that, <laughs> um, it, it can be dangerous. I mean, it can be dangerous. Yeah. Because you have to clarify uh, which one is useful for your game. Like everyone who say, who says uh, to the forum, uh, we want instant, instant uh, content and everything like that. 
and you can see how our community in Ashes is like, okay, this is not your game. Don't worry, this is not uh, World of Warcraft and everything. But we are going to see ma many, many of these yeah. of this feedback in the next month, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think with the positioning also of, you know, you have to, you know, because of the fact that now they are not going to be in this competitive space time-wise for eyes on their project when they do their one month period live stream or live streams and content creation that gets to happen with the no NDA being in place. You've got like mid July to mid August. So you're going to get all that time in before new world launches. You're going to start after uh, a good month after month, month and a half after the elder scrolls online expansion comes out and the burning crusade classic launches. So you are, you're missing the big, just surge of people and eyes that are going to be there, which is good because I think you're more likely to now not have creators like Asmogold or all of the other large creators like Esmond TV or whatever. You got all those guys who have just massive followings who, if they have been primarily creating content for a game like World of Warcraft, they're in a position where if they they have to choose, right? They have to choose. Do I cover the game that yeah. I've been covering or do I check out this other one? And you don't really want to put them in that position, but you know, along with yeah. them are all the other creators that follow them who also create and their audiences and all the people that have a lot to say about games who are looking to make a name for themselves or just generally. And this is where we get to the hype hype element are hyped up and maybe have some unrealistic expectations for the game come in, test it out. Don't see what they want or expect it to be right now. And then they like, Sure, gets to say they go to the forums and they they're giving feedback, but none of it's really in the domain of the kind of feedback that you're really looking for at a game at mm. this point in time with where it's at in development. Um, so it's tricky, but I think that the hype around Ashes is so great. I think that something Shirka said earlier, which was I think there is inevitably going to be damage, like there's going to be damage because the people that already have unrealistic expectations are already not going to be happy. And because there's been a lot of hype around the game, that number is significantly higher than it would be if eyes, you know, had, that had been on it, weren't Asmongold and a bunch of these other massive creators. Cause you know, before that happened last year, not as many people knew about the game. Yeah. Totally true. Like a lot quieter. It was a much more small. 90% of the people didn't know Ashes of creation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Totally. So speaking of given speaking on this perspective of giving your feedback, everybody, and I don't know, asking questions and stuff, they do have a live stream coming up, right? This coming Friday, May 28th at 11 a.m. PDT. You got to get your questions in as always the day before at that same time. So you can go to their forums. You can submit your questions um, for a chance for them to, you know, to be asked live. I'm going to go ahead and post the link here in chat. Um, so definitely want to make sure people know about it. And in typical form, what do we do on Fridays? Well, here we tend to watch it and then we do our post-show discussion where we collect a lot of questions and feedback and thoughts and we gather those and we talk about them here on the Pathfinder podcast a couple days later. Um, we also have the guild gathering number four. We're going to talk about here shortly over team building. So this is going to be a fun conversation to have. Um, we're going to go ahead and dig into that real quick. So let's go ahead and shift over to that one and I will... Go on ahead, copy the link, post it in chat. You all watching can consider giving your feedback here as well. We always love to, you know, 
gather the feedback from the ashes fam here in in chat uh, if you're watching this later um keep in mind whether you're watching it listening to it later on youtube all those places uh you can join our discord too. give feedback give thoughts you know give criticisms things you like for us to even chat about here on the show um and this guild gathering number four question uh here on the forums is a good example of something we can all contribute to as the game is in development um, so it's good to see what people think and what their different perspectives are. So the question here they posed was, what kinds of activities do you like to participate in with your guild outside of the game? So in no particular order, gentlemen, what do you think? That's an interesting question for sure. Um, they would be asking about outside activities. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. I think I've a few times um, kind of my other ga games and other guilds have gotten together it's really just you know being able to kind of hang out and you know like game we met up at some trade shows we've done you know that i, I would say that kind of thing um you know met with developers <laughs> that's been a way we've been able to bond as a guild too so um yeah i pretty straightforward nothing like crazy we didn't do any like rp events or anything like that outside of game but uh but it was fun just to get together and put faces to voices and mm -hmm. all of that. Uh, so yeah, that, that was a few of the things that we did. Hold on. We did a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, I'm not in a personal guild or anything. So I, I go to the community when we were testing and hop on from one call to the other. Mm -hmm. And I played with a lot of other guilds and, um, I got to do raids with them. I got to do dungeons. Um, they bonked me a couple of times. I couldn't bug them back because I was level three. Uh, <laughs> um, we also got to a point where we gathered guilds from the server and made small wars, and we invited Lieutenant Toast to watch us. <laughs> nice. It was really nice. So we got to bond with the commune. My experience has been uh, really, really low because I wasn't playing only three hours, but um, it was just playing around with everyone, killing mobs, killing elites, uh, just having fun, having fun. But the point is what I usually like to, to play with, with people is just stay on Discord, doing, for example, with, with our chat, uh, doing trade packs, trade packs, uh, mm -hmm. PvP, Everything, everything that involves a social experience, and this is why I love Azure Creation. I'm going to be obviously playing caravans with everyone because it's going to be really, really fun. I think it's going to be an experience where you have um, all the time the expectation of I'm going to be attacked, not, but you are going to have fun with the people on your Discord, Team Speak, just talking, playing around, and just having the experience. The experience because an RB has to be. An experience where you don't know what is going to happen, and this is what I expect from from Aces. Going to be doing dungeons and the raids. The raids, I think, that are going to be the most epic experience mm -hmm. because you are really don't knowing. Uh, you, you you really don't know what what is going to happen. You are going maybe to to be attacked by five guilds or maybe one, maybe zero, and you also have to to kill the boss. And the bosses on Ashes are going to grow up in in 
in difficult if you kill the boss in less time, for example. So this is going to be really, really hard content. I am sure that everyone is going to be okay. This boss is unkillable, for example, uh, on this point. And this is going to be a really, really fun experience. Maybe it's going to, to make some guilds to have many internal problems because you won't be able to, to give gear to everyone. I'm really, really, really sure about it, unless you mm -hmm. do a good job with professions. But everyone will need to, to play as team, a big team, for example, a gift of 300 players. But it's going to be a really, really social experience. And this is why uh, I love uh, Ashes the most of, of MRPs. If it's only a, a bit of, of our change experience on the, on the social, that I'm sure it's going to, to be even more. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a, a really, really great MRP. Man, I, uh, you know, outside of the game, I... I really like to just hang out in Discord and chat. Um, it's it's probably out aside from the game, right outside of the game, and, and the yeah. reason is that's like one of my favorite pastimes when I'm playing an MMORPG in general. Is I like to run around and I'll do things like harvesting, uh, you know, picking <laughs> herbs. You know what I mean? Like I'm running around harvesting, picking herbs, uh, mining ore, and just sitting there with some music on in the background, just shooting it, hanging out with your friends chatting about what's been going on, making jokes, having a good time. Just the, it's that, cause you're, you're not necessarily in game doing things together specifically, but you're all maybe playing a game or playing the game while you're just kind of doing something. You're kind of in a neutral play, uh, space outside of that in game grouping where you're just hanging out and having fun. And that to me is probably the thing that I enjoy the most uh, outside of the actual game is just the, hanging out, chatting, having fun. It's just so much, so much fun to do that. Um, I am, I'm curious though, Shirkus, cause you haven't been on the show before and I wanted to ask you about this. So Ashes of Creation's approach to, uh, you know, the game and bosses and dungeons and raids and things of this nature are large scale rating, um, where the boss mechanics are significantly difficult. And that's really, a big part of what determines your success or failure. Um, mm -hmm. And they don't have add-ons. Um, and so yeah. the add-on discussion. I love it. You love it too? Awesome. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. super curious if that, what your stance <laughs> I don't like add-ons because it's like fixing your game when it's a trash game. You don't need to fix something that really works. Yeah. So, and, yeah. uh, and also I don't like to be like, hey, you are having fire in your feet. It's like, I have eyes. <laughs> if, if, if I have eyes, I need to improve myself to move and then be aware of the mechanics of the boss. I don't need you to tell me when I have fired in my fucking feet. Please don't do it. Don't do it. Don't destroy my experience. Yes. Simple. That's Simple. So if, if you have a good freight leader, he's going to tell you what you need to be, what, what you need to, to do sometimes. Okay. Yeah. The boss is going to, to be in a rage in 10 seconds. Okay. I yes. understood that. But the mechanics, are something that I need to understand <laughs> and I need to play yeah. it by myself, not another tell me what to do. It it yeah. it destroys it. For example, uh, you you know Raiderio, uh, the 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 um, Raider.io, the, the add-on of World of Warcraft retail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is an add-on that gives you rating Yo. on PvE mode. Yo. And this is destroying the, the social interaction yes. because you are maybe a bad player. I don't know it. But if I don't test you, you don't have the chance 
of getting a better radio uh, rating. So mm -hmm. you are not going to play with anyone. It's I, I hate it. I hate it. Yes, I don't like. It. Yes, like DVM and stuff, like screaming at you. Whelps, many whelps, yeah. control it. It's like that's that's something that you should be paying situational awareness. You should be paying attention. You should know the mechanics. Your raid leader, your whoever's coordinating it, should be okay. calling out the organization, right? It like does the job for it's like it's kind of like how people just go and group up mobs now. Like a lot of times in games, you get them like I'm guilty of this too. But like back in the day, you'd have to like CC different targets in a in a in a mob, a group mob in like a dungeon or something before you could actually like kill it. You'd have to actually CC specific ones and you'd have to strategically pick off the ones that were doing specific types of damage. So your group didn't get wiped and you get to a point where they go just tag everything line of sight and then just nuke it with AOE. So like the strategy component just gets diminished and then you get add-ons that do this and it diminishes this, the strategic component to where people are looking at add-ons and listening to the announcements, not even paying attention to the actual raid. Totally. You know? I think that they really make you a worse player. Totally. Because you are yeah. not aware. You are not training your your, your awareness, yep. for example. Yeah, I completely agree with that. So is, is naval content something you're excited about, Shirkus? Uh, tell me, tell me, repeat, please. The naval content with like ships and boats and on the I love it. In, uh, I I like to play it so much. <laughs> yeah, I, it was the the funniest uh, part of our change to me. Like going with everyone to to do trade packs, for example, yes. going to the Kraken, going to the Middle Island and doing trade packs here, uh, <laughs> having to to be aware of the of of another float of of ships. It was amazing. It yes. was the best content I have ever played in an MMORPG because mm. you are only only having fun with friends, maybe 10, maybe 20, maybe 100, I don't know. But you are on a Discord talking about everything what is happening around you and you don't know what is going to happen. And the Middle Island, the, the hot point of, of the of our cage was one island where there's, there, there was one boss and if you give a trade pack there, you get uh, a coin and you can change this coin for, for example, housing, um, a best glider, best mount, uh, I don't know, many stuff. And this is really, really well uh, played by the company because they created a, a social interaction right there in this point and a big, big PVP. If HS, uh can create this kind of content like mm -hmm. Krakens, mm -hmm. dungeons on the sea, everything like that. It's going to be amazing. Also, the naval caravans are going to be amazing for real. Absolutely. I really, really love the the content that they are creating for for the the sea. But mm -hmm. we are going to see it in the Alpha Two, so we have to wait maybe one year more or, or more. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows, right? I, I felt like we weren't going to see anything at the scale of these dragons either, or castle sieges being put implemented. You remember they talked about when they would implement castle sieges? Yeah. We we talked about this uh, on previous shows. It was not going to be now. It was going to be later in alpha. You guys remember that? So I feel like we're yep, getting stuff way earlier than expected. Yeah. And I'm like mm -hmm. actually shocked because I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a pessimist, but you know, I kind of expect the worst hope for the best. And with game yeah. development, I expect more problems than, especially early on, than successes, because that's, you know, how you gain wisdom. You have mistakes happen. You have to learn from it. Things break. So getting to the point where they're implementing this already, I'm just like, what, dude? What? I'm shocked. 
I'm absolutely totally. really shocked. So it makes this me wonder. They, they feel comfortable with the, with the, with the servers, I think, or maybe mm -hmm. the, the FPS that we are going mm -hmm. to be, we are going to have on, on the game. So I'm really, really glad that we are going to test it now. And probably we are going to have lag playing the, the, the game, probably. 100 mm -hmm. versus 100 is too much, probably, yeah. maybe for an alpha. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure that they are going to learn about it. And this is important important thing, I think. Absolutely. So with the ships and naval content, we actually had a comment. This is coming from the community. It was actually on one of my streams this week, and I had to bring it into the show. But people were like, what do you all think about legendary ships? The idea of a legendary ship that you could get, because they've talked about legendaries being on the server, right? Like getting a legendary weapon, and it's maybe got like so long that you get to it gets to exist. Um, things like legendaries have always been something we come back to talking about here because there's just a lot of, you know, man, if you played like, I don't know, I think like World of Warcraft and stuff like that back in the day, early days, when someone got a legendary on your server, like as a whole, like their story. yeah, yeah, new. your server was like, we just, we all just, you know, yeah, celebrated yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. So I think with the design that Ashes has currently for legendaries, um, much like lifespan for eggs of these, like, you know, flying mouse that you could get that are very, very mm -hmm. rare. I think these are really good examples of things that might help to bolster, uh, a, a server, uh, you know, they're like excitement around. We have this on our server right now. We unlock this aside from the fact that each server is essentially like its own reality of Vera. It's its own alternate reality because everybody's unlocking things a little differently. Um, but an idea was like, what if, what if they ended up one day? And this is nothing planned, by the way. I'm gonna put that out there, guys. Not, not planned or expected. But it was a cool idea. What if legendary ships? What if you could get a legendary ship to drop somehow, some way to make it to craft it, much like you do? Um, you get these like rare materials that are needed to craft a legendary one day. But you get a pattern for a ship. And it allows you it will be amazing, I think, because if you play Tarchage, mm -hmm. you can see how you can get the Black Pearl, the, the ship, right. and it was totally amazing. Yeah. And everyone wanted this ship. You were fighting to get it because <laughs> in PvP, it was so fucking OP. Yeah. So it's amazing if you can read something like that. And it oh, yeah. gives another expectation about... Uh, only, only the, the ships that we can craft. Maybe it gives a really good point to the professions. But having something legendary always to get, it is is amazing for your guild, for your server, for everyone totally. who is involved. It's lovely. I, I would love to to see a, a really legendary ship or, or maybe two kind of ships. But it would be amazing that they implemented it. Yeah, totally. Oh man, I'm. I know, I know, I know. We're kind of already at the end of the show and everything, but I gotta ask Shirkus a couple questions because we don't, we don't get, we don't get guests on all the time, right? When someone gets here the first time, I just want to ask them things. Like I love brainstorming and theory crafting, and I love like asking people that I haven't gotten to have the, these conversations with questions like this. Okay, which is weather. You've talked, you've heard about like how weather impacts the environment and potentially combat. Like, what do you feel like are some pros and cons to that idea of like how that could impact the game? Well, if if you don't know where you're going, maybe you're going to have more problems. But if you know the weather, you know what kind of players uh, and classes you have in this mm -hmm. moment, I think that you, you are maybe going to take uh, advantage of it. Mm -hmm. So 
I don't think it's, it's a problem. I, I, I think this is a quite good idea because it gives you with your character more, um, how to say that, more weight on the, on the game. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, it's like the mechanic of body block. I love it because <laughs> it means that my character exists in this world. Mm -hmm. If my character, you can trepass it, what impact do I have in the in the world? Absolutely. So I love the mechanic with the weather. It's I feel like like it's going to to be a game changer many 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 times. So I feel like it's going to be uh, a good implementation, and many games are, are going to maybe copy it uh, to to the future. <clears throat> awesome. Um, I got some comments here in chat. So Psychophobic says I have mixed feelings about a singular legendary ship, but having legendary versions of each ship, I'm down for that. Stevens often said that he doesn't want a go-to meta for other things. I assume that applies to Naval as well. Wembley also said it would be cool if one of the race's orcs uh, could have some sort of skills to deal with predicting the weather. That's interesting because we know about utility skills. It's something that's been discussed on in multiple different layers of the game. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's... I think when we talk about the racial augments and things of that nature, we know that race seeds the stats. Um, for me, I I like in theory the idea of a race having something they're specifically good at because it's something that their you know race is like culturally has that other races don't have, and you see this in the real world too. Like there's like certain strengths that you might see with one culture because of one country and the people that live there. And I think in that regard, something similar to that could be really cool. Um, I just wouldn't want to see it be a situation where, like in other games, like World of Warcraft, for example, there would be like a specific passive for like the human race, right? The human race had that, what was it called? As every man for himself? Is that what it was called? And it was like break out of CC, right? But they. Perception. I know it, oh it wasn't classic, perception. Oh, perception is another one. Yeah. So you'd have these yeah, skills that were really strong. And it almost felt like if I want to do this one particular part of the game, I feel like I really need to be this particular race in the game. Otherwise, yeah. I maybe am not going to have that that bit of an edge like someone else has. So if I find someone equally skilled to me, they could get me because they simply have that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's one of those things I'd be cautious about in that regard. But um. Any other thoughts of what we're talking about? I kind of want to round this up here shortly, but um, talking about some of our, um, you know, thoughts around the upcoming live stream. But gentlemen, anything about we talked about? Anything we've talked about so far that you want to make sure you reiterate upon or kind of like share real quick? No, I think I got got my cool. words in. Cool. So live stream is coming up this coming Friday. Yes, and. Really looking forward to seeing what people have to share after they watch it. But more importantly, you know, they have, you know, they've had a pretty significant trend of showing new renders, showing things that have been, um, you know, I mean, they show off cosmetics, but I think the more important part of the when we see rendered cosmetics is them specifically stating, and now they've showcased that this is how this goes. When they create a creature or they create a cosmetic, this is useful for other things in the game too, right? Because they take elements of maybe a shoulder for something in the game or like a boot or a belt. And then they take these creatures and then they have variations of them in the game. Um, the bear, for example, is something we've seen. We had the brew bear, but then we got 
the forest bear, the lava bear, and all these other bears, right? Um, what are some things you all are hoping to see in this upcoming live stream? Hopes. Maybe PvP, raid boss. I don't know. I don't know. We, we have seen a raid bosses now, but mm. I think that we are going maybe to see something like that. I don't know what they have tested now because I wasn't in the server of the testers of the of the uh, like Steven uh, and his team. But I don't know. I don't know what we are going to happen. I am mm. with high expectations, but I have seen content already. So. For example, when I joined the game, I was amazed, totally amazed to be an alpha. But when I saw, for example, the black lizard in the game, have you seen it in the game? Yeah. I was, oh my, oh my God. Wow. Hold on. They created something that is real. It's the same that the, the concept art. It's yes. the same. Yes. I was amazed. They are giving too much quality to, to everything that they do. So for real, I don't know what we are going to see. We I think that maybe PvP, maybe some right bosses, or or maybe how the nodes uh, are created. I don't know. I don't know. Something something like that, I think, probably. Yeah, I would agree with Cherkis. I was thinking if they could show like the different stages of a node that you know people have been able to see that have been testing, but being able to kind of see that happen i think would be great to see um i would like to see some more of the world and more raid boss type stuff and you know hopefully if we're lucky maybe some previews of upcoming classes that are maybe more locked in mm. that would be nice to see in addition to the normal you know renders etc would be cool yeah i agree what do you think basil oh well what i would like to see is basically some of the concepts that they had uh, talked about before, like selecting what type of uh, looting system that they would they would like after them polishing it, of course, because we've seen it in testing, but people haven't really seen it and how it actually works. One of the feedbacks actually from from testing is basically when when you had the role uh, looting system, mm. um, the role would have a huge UI screen in front of your face every time a loot drops. Yeah. So when you're in a raid or a dungeon, it just like spams you like an ad on the internet, like a bug or a virus. <laughs> um, so it was it was kind of annoying uh, to to just keep, say pass or roll, pass or roll, pass or roll every single time. Yeah. Um, other than that, I would agree with you guys about the whole node system, uh, it developing from one to the other. Even though they did show it in one of the live streams where they they were at the node stage, uh, one uh, level two, I think, and they went and did a quest, and it's upgraded to level three, and you were able to see the changes. Um, so they did show that in one of the live streams. Nice. Um, what else? Yeah, mostly concept that we got to see or experience and show it to the people after it being polished. That's that would be nice to see mm -hmm. um, and get further ideas of how it's supposed to be. Because we we look at it very rough, sketched. <laughs> we might we might even have the wrong idea of what it what it should be. <laughs> mm. You know, one thing I didn't mention was when we were doing the testing. What level did we get the cap out at? 15. 15. So we were previously thinking we were going to get level 10. So level 15. I 
I think that more for the combat system, maybe even them sharing and like elaborating upon a little more of the guild system that they were showcasing already. I think that could actually be cool because they clearly already have some ideas for that. They let us see some of those skills. I actually would like to see more of that. Like maybe they could go, here's kind of what we currently are shooting for and getting feedback on that from the community around like, do these seem uh, like good ideas for perks that could be there? Because keep in mind, some of these perks are going to also have to weigh into guild size, right? Like that's part of the the goal is like if someone's a smaller guild and they don't want like the entire guild full, then these are the things that they would have. Like, I think maybe showcasing some of that would actually be good um, since people are talking about it and they were clearly already testing with that already, getting some feedback around that. Um, yeah, the other thing would be, I saw it in chat also, someone was like maybe some basic crafting, uh, maybe just showcasing a little bit of that since it's clearly already there and they've got like this very basic system in place. Um, just to kind of, because crafters love it, man. You could tell them this is completely placeholder and they'll still be happy seeing that. Yeah. Seeing something related to that, seeing the gear made, what it looks like. Um, I also think, uh, yeah, I don't know, just maybe, you know, if they've gotten some ideas for further combat testing, like maybe they've got to level 15, you know, are we going to be able to put in more points into something like passives now? Are they going to test something like that? Are they going to test anything around those weapon skills? Because keep in mind, those were grayed out areas, but they're there. Yep. So maybe maybe elaborating on that a bit, just getting community feedback. Um, hell, maybe even showing off what a castle siege would look like. That would be cool. Totally. That would be cool because yep. they've got it there. Maybe they could show it off. We I mean, they got a week. I don't know. I don't know time wise what they're able to fit in, but I think these are all things I'd like to see. But I, I agree with Shirkus, man. I saw that lizard in game. By the way, do you see how he'd like <laughs> pop you with the tail and like just launch yeah, yeah, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A friend did to me. I, I was flying too, too far away. <laughs> I was like, I was like sitting there watching some jacked up caravan. All of a sudden, I saw somebody just go boom, like way up in the air. And then it was almost like they disappeared in the distance. And I was like, holy shit. Right before the, the, <laughs> sa the sacred closed, we yeah. were on the note, uh, just jumping the tail of the lizard. Three oh, guys just jumping the tail every time he did the same move. It was so fun. It was so fun. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I love stuff Welcome like that. Welcome to Caravan Sky. Well, you get to your destination in seconds. <laughs> you might die in the process. <laughs> could get dropped. You could get flipped by a tail. Who knows what happens? Mm -hmm. Man, what a good time. You know, we are we are definitely on the cusp. I think we're we're approaching the end of May. We'll get our live stream coming up at the end of next this mm -hmm. coming week now. We'll be chatting about it some more. We'll have ourselves the month of June, friends. But June, June and what about a week, couple weeks into uh, July, and then we get to that no NDA period starting up, um, which mm -hmm. I think this is really crunch time for the team. I go back to what we talked about earlier. Uh, you know, if you, I think that I'm gonna, I'm gonna appeal to my fellow testers if they're there. You know, listening to this, you know, uh, if you got time, contribute it. It'll help them. You know, if you've got, um, you get to test and you've got some bugs, like you know, share that feedback with them. Uh, do what you can. It really will help them. The the more people, I think specifically people, I, I feel like more bodies in a testing environment is going to be very useful for them um, because it'll help them. I look at server performance. 
Uh, I want server performance to be really good. That's probably my number one concern for any MMORPG is server performance. Um, so I think if you can be there to contribute your time and your 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 feedback, do do what you can, friends. You know, give it your best. Um, I'll definitely be there along the way, giving as much time as I can as well. Um, and then we'll, you know, hopefully we can all uh, together kind of help to uh, give them the information and feedback that they can to make this thing polish up uh, the best it possibly can be by the time we get to that. No NDA, because that, like we've said earlier, is when all the world gets their eyes set on it. All the big dogs come in and show it off. Twitch breaks, you know, because of all the people watching. Hopefully I have, I'm predicting. <laughs> are you predicting? I have a feeling, man. I have a feeling Twitch is going to, I feel the numbers are going to be really high. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think also, but it's hard to, to get all the expectation on ages and yeah. make it um, stay on, on the time, on, on a long yeah. time, because yep. I mean, if they are going to see books, crashes, uh, lack, uh, I think maybe a month is mm -hmm. too much time and we are not going to, to handle the numbers for a long time. Yeah. Maybe the first two, three days, one week, yep. two weeks, but the month is not going to be mm -hmm. the, the real expectation because then after uh, 15 days after also, New World is going to be on test and True. everyone wants to see it, yeah. it also. TBC is coming also. So there are more, 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 so there are many more MMRPGs coming on and showing up. For example, Asmongol mm -hmm. stated in his longer tweet, I don't know if you have seen it, mm -hmm. that he's not going to stream New World because they are releasing this cash shop now. Yeah. And he's pissed off. Oh, yeah. I ranted about that. I ranted about that a whole bunch. Yeah, I actually love Steven's response. We talked about it last time. Totally. Dude, last Thursday we did the it looking for... Yeah, I completely agree, right? Like, I I, I think he said what we're all thinking, and to see that from a you know developer, totally. I think that bodes so well in his favor, along with so many of the other things. And on the Looking for More podcast, which is the sister podcast we do, which is more general MMORPG game discussion stuff we do on Thursdays, 5 p.m. CDT right here on this channel. We do that on, on Thursdays. Uh, I had like Renfell on and I had, uh, had, um, oh my gosh, we had D Nathan Apom, so a content creator and a, another developer who develops games and stuff. And I mean, it's like unanimous for most of us and it's not white knighting. It's it, dude, having someone who's a developer say that I think yeah. is important. And I think this is a great example of what we talked about earlier about why ashes is going to be competitive because the ethics and the values of the game as a studio and what their approach is to the game, I think that resonates with so many people, and that's what people want, you know? And I totally. Think, um, yeah. Uh, Steven, before to be a, a creative director, he's a real player. So he understands what we want also. And this is a good marketing also, obviously, yes. but I think that he's being real when he says that. I do. You maybe can criticize that he's a director, he shouldn't be saying that about other companies, but he's talking from a player perspective, yep. not from a creative director perspective. Yep, I agree. That's the point. Yeah. Maybe point. people who doesn't know Steven and, and Intrepid can criticize that. But if you know mm -hmm. Intrepid of him, it's not critical because he's giving the real point. No one is giving uh, this kind of, of opinion to the sector because they are always uh, having uh, 
everything is stated. If you, if, if for example, you you watch the the last video from New World, the yes. the director of talking, he's reading something to to tell us yes. what we are going to see. Yes. Steven doesn't need that yes. because he's he's the game. He's the game. Yep. He knows everything, and he doesn't know to read anything to give us information or to ask a question that someone uh, gives to him in an interview. Dude, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit. That's the kind of that's the dude. That is the kind of confidence and like interactivity you need to see from a CEO creative director. Because yeah. I've seen okay. too many MMORPG leaders like in that position, clearly just reading a rehearsed script or a rehearsed set of answers, and that's what they're regurgitating to you. When he went on those like. You know, he, he's been on this podcast when he like talked to Asmongold, like you can ask him stuff on the fly and he's, he's got the, he, he can give you the answer because he lives yeah. it. That's. And he was driving to, to Texas, I think the last time he had, he had an interview <laughs> with Asmongold. Yep. So I was driving yep. talking about the game. Yep. No problem. Yep. Exactly. I don't have to plan <laughs> it. Yeah. I just need to have a connection so you can hear me. You know? True. <laughs> right. Just got to have good reception so you can actually hear what I'm saying. Aside from that, I can tell you anything all day long. Dude, we could talk about this all day long. We could talk ashes all day long, and we do in some situations like a lot of us here. But um, with that being said, man, I want to make sure that everybody here on the show can shout out their domains, where you can find them when not on this podcast, so you can go catch up with them when they are live or they're covering ashes as well. We'll start with Daedalus. You can find me on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash The Ashen Herald. And Shirkus. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. And uh, where can people find you uh, when you're when you're not here on the show? Um, I have a Twitch uh, that is Shirkus, uh, absolutely, like that. And on Twitter, like Shirkus. And I have created a website also in Spanish mm -hmm. if you want to find information. Uh, we have uh, all the information translated there and also nice. a forum, but well, just there. Uh, I, I am streaming all, uh, every day, but only in Spanish. If someone, nice. someone asks me something in English, I try to ask in English, but yeah. I am not talking English all the time. Right. As you can see, my yep. English is not perfect. <laughs> Primary language is Spanish, but that's good though, because it's good to have other creators that cover it in other languages and, you know, for other cultures and other, other regions of the world, because English speaking countries aren't the only ones playing it. They're not going to be the only yeah, one playing uh -huh. it. So you got to have people out there advocating. Is it, what is your, your website? Is, that, is it ashesofcreation.es? .es, yeah. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Cool. want to make sure I, I got that right. And Faisal, Murder Bunny. <laughs> Murder Bunny, Social Bunny. You guys can find me as at Twitch as Faisal108 and on Twitter at Bagel108. Now, now, before we, we wind down, I have to ask Basil, what are those uh, action figures over there on the left side of your screen back behind you there? What you got there, buddy? None of your beeswax, Sim. <laughs> I uh, expect pictures of those those very <laughs> profoundly important uh, figures right there in Discord. Oh shit! I got I got a uh, interceptor <laughs> nice. of Star Wars Lego nice. set. And I got other anime stuff threats behind me. Awesome. <laughs> and people are going to be going like, wait, I can't see it. And this is why I encourage everybody who listens to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, all the places. You can join us here live Sundays, 5 p.m. CDT to catch up with all the shenanigans 
to catch up with the Pathfinders, to see it live so you see the visuals, you see what we're talking about. So you can see the Metroid figure that uh that he's that Basil's scanning across the screen there. Um, like it's legendary, because Metroid is legendary, but it's another story. And it might be the end of today's show, friends. But as always, uh, whether you listen to this show on the podcast places, you watch it live, you catch the streams, all that stuff. Um, keep in mind whether you're on the show or you're just commenting here with us, you're all Ashes Pathfinders, right? Super excited to have you here along uh, the journey with us. Uh, much love to Intrepid Studios. Much love to all of you. And until next time, live your best lives. Walk in the light, my friends. Have a great night. We'll see you again real soon. Take care, buddy. Bye. Bye.